I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at RAINNetwork.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. My name is Emma Kami, and I will be your host today. Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador announced that the U.S. electric vehicle company Tesla will install an automotive automotive plant in Monterrey, marking another one of Mexico's successes in pushing to become a major player in EV manufacturing. Here to discuss Mexico's efforts to shift its automotive manufacturing industry toward EV is Latin America analyst Carmen Colosi. Welcome, Carmen. Thank you so much for having me, Emma. Carmen, can you remind us of the status of Mexico's existing automotive manufacturing sector? Sure. So to give a bit of context, Mexico is the seventh largest car manufacturer in the world. Um, the country has around 20 vehicle assembly plants uh, throughout Mexico, but mainly uh, in these northern border states. Um, the broader manufacturing industry is a very significant driver in in Mexico's economy. That being said, the electric vehicle manufacturing sector is actually somewhat of a smaller portion. So out of these 20 vehicle assembly plants, only one is currently manufacturing electric vehicles. And another one, Volkswagen, is planning to manufacture electric vehicles in 2027. So unlike these kind of major players in electric vehicle manufacturing like China, the U.S., uh, Germany, other European countries, Mexico is a relative newcomer to electric vehicle manufacturing. But of course, the country understands the current global push for a global energy transition, and its leaders know that eventually such an energy transition could really threaten the, the livelihood of its automotive manufacturing sector. And so because of that, Mexico is most definitely pushing to transition as many of its um, automotive manufacturing plants into electric vehicles. And, and the government's really trying to market itself as, you know, a, a, a country that is very able to handle electric vehicle manufacturing in the same way that it handles uh, regular vehicle manufacturing. So when it comes to that, Mexico's efforts have been somewhat hesitant. So unlike the United States, where we've seen, you know, states and localities award, you know, just shy of 14 billion in economic development subsidies, Mexico's really not, uh, the Mexican government has not, you know, issued that same level of um, sub subsidies and economic support to electric vehicle manufacturing plants. Given the fact that Mexico is not willing to offer companies the same incentives as the U.S. and other countries, why would EV manufacturers choose to operate in Mexico as opposed to elsewhere? So the same factors that have really driven much of the car manufacturing industry as a whole to choose Mexico are the same reasons why electric vehicles and electric vehicle manufacturers would be interested in Mexico. So one, of course, the startup costs are less in Mexico as opposed to other countries like the United States. 
Um, so that means that construction costs for the for the plants are lower. Wage wages are lower in, in Mexico as opposed to the United States. So Mexico does have a competitive advantage as opposed to countries like China when it comes to being close to a major market like the United States. Um, that is one of its main competitive advantages is just simply that it's a lot easier to get these electric vehicles or really any vehicle from Mexico to the United States than China. Um, another reason why Mexico is has somewhat of a competitive advantage over China is that Mexico has a free trade agreement with the U.S. and Canada, and that makes it significantly more advantageous to um, manufacture and then export uh, vehicles from Mexico to the United States. This is really in, in comparison with China, where we see these kind of broader trade issues and trade war between China and the United States really targeting the automotive industry. We've seen up to 25% tariffs placed on automobiles and their parts. And, you know, that is really kind of detrimental to um, trade of automotives and automotive parts between China and the United States. That is really a factor that is just not present in the same way that it is between with trade between Mexico and the United States. One potential area of interest where it could be somewhat different for um, electric vehicles manufacturers to operate in Mexico as opposed to elsewhere is that Mexico does have a small uh, but but mighty um, lithium ion um, connection is that there is a significant there are significant reserves of lithium in Mexico and that's something that we've seen companies like Tesla for example um, really move towards you know trying to secure uh, you know lithium ion battery supply chains if Mexico has these competitive advantages what is constraining EV manufacturers from entering the Mexican market sure one of the main hindrances from entering the Mexican market is poor infrastructure. So Mexican roads uh, are typically very difficult to maneuver. Some of that has been, um, you know, curbed by the presence of railroads. And that is really, you know, railroads and ships, which is how many of, you know, the cars are brought from Mexico to the United States. And there is also an element of cartels. Uh, cartels do steal car parts from these manufacturing plants for resale. Uh, that has, you know, always been a presence there. But, you know, the infrastructure issue is a relatively lower level uh, concern for many of these companies. Um, when it comes to competitiveness with other markets such as China, it is still less expensive um, for the startup and overhead costs to manufacture in China than it is in Mexico. So that is, you know, definitely a draw for many electric vehicle companies to start manufacturing in China as opposed to Mexico. Another Mexico specific issue is that, you know, the country is undergoing a period of significant political instability. Um, when it comes to uh, the Lopez Obrador government's electricity reforms, that's something that we could see uh, and we have seen a significant confusion over who has jurisdiction over certain areas and who can provide electricity to certain areas that has led to uh, things like periodic blackouts. And that could be something that could be very detrimental for um, ma car manufacturing or really any manufacturing in Mexico. 
Another issue is the concern of water scarcity. So nor these northern Mexican states have seen a almost decade-long drought, um, and that is something that you know AMLO and uh, other Mexican officials have really kind of pushed on companies to help with drought reduction efforts. That's something that we definitely saw in the Tesla negotiation. Uh, essentially that the government was threatening that Tesla wouldn't receive permits if they didn't use recycled water in their factory site as opposed to um, non-recycled water. And so for all of these reasons, uh, mainly political drivers, Mexico's really not properly capitalizing on many of its competitive advantages. And for that reason, we'll see Mexico's electric vehicle manufacturing uh, sector you know, grow at a slow but steady pace. The one caveat to that is that if we do see a new government come into place that is willing to offer things like, uh, you know, subsidies for lithium uh, battery uh, manufacturing or EV manufacturing in Mexico, that could be something that would be a significant driver of EV investment and manufacturing in Mexico, but currently we we just don't see those same uh, efforts from the current government. Well, thank you very much for that insight, Carmen. Carmen Colosi is a Latin America analyst at Rain. Learn how geopolitical events like this could affect your business with Rain Intelligence Briefs. Our flagship risk intelligence products provide clients with access to the insights and analyses they need to make more informed decisions and drive better risk management outcomes, all for a fraction of the cost you pay yourself. Sign up at rainnetwork.com. That's R-A-N-E network.com. I'm Emma Kami. Thank you for listening.